Hello and welcome to Don't Talk About It. I'm your host, Dean D. And today we've got a really interesting topic. And one that is pondering, devastating, enlightening. And um, is a big, big, big moment to learn from. So, if you've been watching the news, you've noticed that the entire West Coast is pretty much on fire. And with that comes a personal blow. One of the areas that was affected was Southern Oregon. 600 homes were destroyed. 100 businesses were lost. And some of those people are dear, dear, dear friends. And what's interesting is reaching out this week to be there for support for those people has just been heart-wrenching and heart-filling. So my wife and I personally, we, um, we were in level two evacuation, so we did not have to actually evacuate. We were very, very lucky. Um, I was on my way home from, from a job. I'd been helping a friend up in Applegate, and uh, on my way home, I just see this huge plume pile of smoke moving from um, from t- from where, what I call home, and um, I rushed home, managed to, my wife and I have a little, like, 10-foot camper trailer, and I uh, hooked up to it in the truck. First thing I loaded was uh, dog food, <laughs> and made sure that my animals had water and food and a bed, and uh, get them taken care of, two dogs and two cats. Um, we also have three chickens, and those, uh, wasn't quite sure what we were going to do with those. <laughs> Um, but it was really scary sitting there and just waiting. Um, the, uh, one of our major senior retirement communities, um, is up on the hill and, um, the fire was not, not far from them. They had to completely evacuate. Um, my brother lives over in that area as well. And he actually had to evacuate too. And he evacuated to his mother-in-law's and in Central Point, and then she had to evacuate. So they all had to evacuate twice. And this was a story for actually many, many people. But further than that, there was the people who we thought were lucky, like ourselves. We we thought how grateful we were that we didn't have to evacuate. And then there was my brother who thought how grateful he was because his house never got close enough to the fire. Even though he was at stage three, it never made it there. But then it gets a little bit 
deeper into these layers and there's so many layers of perspective gratitude and um close friend of mine um ann my really close friend ann she um was one of the houses that was in um in the fire engulfed lost everything and when I spoke to her this week, she shared with me how grateful she was. Because at the time, her car was not there. And it's an old, older vehicle she's had for a long time. And she just looked at me and said, Guess what? I still have my car. And she was just so happy. You know, here she is, somebody who's lost everything. And she's thrilled to have her car still. So that she has a way to get around town and pick up donations and do those things that she needs to get back on her feet. I've also spoke to another close friend by the name of Mike, and uh, Mike got, had word of the fire, and got, got to his house, or close to his house, he was a mile from his house, was as close as he could get, and he managed to run the rest of the way to his house to save his dog, and ran a mile back with his dog, carrying it the whole way. And he lost everything. And I spoke to him, and he shared with me how grateful he was that he was able to get his dog. And he said, you know, Dean, the rest of it is just stuff. That I would hate to lose my best friend. And I was just like, whoa. How could you have this level of gratitude? How? I'm just in shock. And then the conversation continues. And the next person I speak with tells me how they also lost everything in the fire. Three cars, two misplaced animals, a house. But they were so happy that school wasn't in session because they were able to get out with their kids. And then the last, that goes even deeper. The person who told me that they're just lucky that they're still alive. And it was like, whoa. Here you are having major, major devastation and hardship 
and the the thing that drives you the most during this time is these focuses and levels of gratitude seeing the whole picture and then putting your priority into what matters the most to you having everything all those choices all those options shoes clothes house car but then when forced to make a decision on what to save you save what's the most important to you for some people that's their kids for some people that's our animals it's yourself like ann said the rest is just stuff and then over the next few days i've witnessed our community come together over flooded with donations every place that i've been researching and sending things to has been overwhelmed with giving for people in need and i see this level of compassion come through and it gives me a little hope for humanity and society because it's there and in trying to make sense of this all which doesn't you know we've had wildfires here around the hillside and um that's kind of been a normal thing growing up in Oregon but to have something crest over that hill come down and take out towns people's homes you know subdivisions cul-de-sacs i mean just all you see in the videos is just axles of people's cars concrete foundations of people's homes gray ash everywhere and it's devastating and heart-wrenching but what's so enlightening to me is the fact that the people i have spoke to have not talked to me about their hardship they've talked to me about their gratitude and it just makes me wonder why is this not more of a daily occurrence not the fires obviously we don't want those those are bullshit those can go away but i ask do we have to get to the darkest corner in order to see the light i don't know i mean we'll just i think we just need to focus a little bit more of what's important instead of pouring it through this filter of gaslighting and societal norms and trying to put importance on things that when crises happen these are not important things but yet we invest so much into them the car that burned in the fire that you don't care about 
because you have your life. Before that fire, maybe that car was something that you hated to drive because it was not a new car. Maybe you didn't like the color. Maybe it made a whistle. Maybe it had coffee that was spilt on the bottom of the floor and it stunk every time you got in there. I don't know. I like the smell of coffee. But we find these areas to just nitpick our lives apart of what we have that is not good enough and what we need to be better until something like this happens. And then we see the light and then we see the priority and then we see what's important. And as I've been pondering this the last few days, it really makes me question why can't we have this level of gratitude for our life, for our accomplishments, for the things we've earned, the things we've gone out and purchased? That vehicle that was brand new that you loved 10 years ago is now the piece of crap that you can't wait to trade in. And how do we get so far off? Are we buying into a different story about our life than the story that is actually found in our hearts? I mean, I don't know where this goes yet. As of right now, you can't even look outside without it looking like you're at the Oregon coast full of fog. But it's not smog. It's not fog. And it's not smog. It's hazardous fire smoke. Levels over 300. And that is not at all what people are talking about. They're talking about how they're thankful they can be indoors. How they're thankful that they had access to a friend's home to stay at. How somebody is so grateful that a box of figs fresh from your tree that didn't burn in the fire was presented to you because you love figs and both your trees burned in the fire. It's those direct thoughts of compassion for others and gratitude for self that I think we need to spend more time focusing on. We need to spend more time in that boat. And the other, why can't that just be the cherry on top? Is gratitude and humanity and compassion for others the Sunday. Why can't all the other stuff just be the cherry on top? The new car is amazing. I love my new car. I'm so grateful for my new car. But why does that positivity instantly flip into a negativity? When somebody goes, oh, you got that color. Oh, why didn't you get a new one? Oh, my neighbor just bought the same car as me. And it's the higher end model. So now what I've wanted isn't good enough. 
And I just feel like life has just gotten so, so complicated. And then when something like this happens, it brings you back to that level of simplicity that I think our minds tend to be more balanced in. And we don't confuse everything with what is not real. It doesn't get mixed in. We focus on the clarity and we see what's going on and we see what's important in life. But then we quickly lose sight of that. If this is a moment for enlightenment, our challenge is to stay focused on it as we grow moving forward. Losing sight of that enlightenment is also a devastation. So I guess today we don't really have much of a story. Is It's more of an observation, interaction, and conversation with lots of questions at hand. For those of you out there, I am extremely sorry that you've had hardships, that you've lost those things that are dear to you. You've been displaced. But I ask that you continue to focus on those bits of positive gratitude that you have. Because I think life is not worth spending miserable and desiring constantly more. Waking up and finding little things to be appreciative of should not be a practice that is only found during times of hardship, during times of devastation, during times of turmoil. Finding those moments of gratitude, I feel like should be there all the time. But at the same time, it really fucking sucks what happened. And we do need to acknowledge that. And we can't just gloss right over the top of that. It's hard. It sucks. It's going to be a slow road back. And, you know, back might take us somewhere that we've never been before. It might feel familiar, but it's going to be different. And it might be better. It might be worse. Who knows? But focusing on what's important, I have seen really take life in a better direction these last few days. Focusing what's important with donations. Focusing on what's important with your children. Focusing on what's important with yourself. Those are those moments of positive that I've witnessed over the last few days that I am choosing to focus on moving forward. I encourage you all to do the same. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. We'll see you next week.